0: and her millions of subjects aren't the only royalty around the farm. The first half dozen of Arancana hens had a queen and a princess too, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. This is the Accidental Farm Podcast featuring a daily five-minute episode coming to you Monday through Friday. It's the perfect way to take a break between business calls or chores or to listen to while you're running some errands. As you get to know the characters on the farm, you will need them as much as I do. So stay with me, you'll see. Let's start with my first chicken coop. It was adorable. A little house on the prairie shape with an elevated but short steeple along the roof's ridge. One side of the roof lifted so that you could access the roost where the chickens slept and even reach in to get some eggs. It was probably, eh, I don't know, four feet high at its highest point with a four-by-five-foot footprint. It even had a detachable little caged yard. I think I bought it off of a website that I googled and had it assembled just before the hens arrived. I want to say that the hens came in late June, all of them young, never having laid any eggs before. Every day we would check the coop. No eggs. Then, when August rolled around, the eggs started popping, and the chickens... Stock sword. Hmm, delicious and beautiful eggs. Just as the farmer I got them from predicted, my city friends oohed and awed over the pastel blue and green eggs. If you remember from last week, I was only planning to rent these chickens for the summer, but after waiting for so long for them to start laying eggs and getting, eh, I don't know, attached to them, they're really sweet, I decided to keep them. Now I didn't decide this alone. My friend and neighbor Carl, who you've heard about, was a big factor in this decision. Carl grew up on a farm and had chickens. He loves chickens actually and he promised to care for them when I was back in the city with the kids in school. So that's how it went. Carl fed them and let them out in the morning and locked them up tight in the evening. Happy hens even collected the eggs and either saved them for me or sold them to my neighbors when we racked up too many one morning in mid october after i had dropped the kids off at school i got a call from carl i got bad news he hollered into the phone it was bad news all right now when carl calls me i still have this knee jerk reaction an instinct to ask him what's wrong before he can even start talking A big black bear had visited the night before. It ripped the steeple part of the roof on the coop right off, reached in and grabbed the hens off of their roost and ate them. I can imagine the bear swiping its big clumsy paw against the roof, his strength no match for the catalog coop. Carl is a volunteer firefighter. He is on the scene for pretty much everything that goes wrong around here. He's told me some pretty grisly stories. And when he's not filling me in on the gory details, his CB radio is blaring at me with the tragic details as they unfold. This is all to say that Carl has seen some stuff. But he was really shaken by the gore across my lawn. Like I said, he really loves chickens. With blood and feathers, gore and chicken parts everywhere, he shook his head. He'd never seen anything like it. He cleaned it up before we came back. And while I'm sorry to have subjected Carl to this experience, I'm really, really glad I wasn't there. As Carl is cleaning up the carnage, two hens, very nervous and skittish, but unharmed, emerged from the woods. Four dead, two survivors. Somehow they got away. Before I returned, Mark, the farmer who supplied me with the chickens in the first place, heard about the attack and replenished my four hens with new ones. Six hens is better than two. More eggs, more company. But those two surviving hens considered themselves some pretty hardcore badasses, and they ruled the coop that way from there on out. New hens were subjected to the wills of the queen and the princess. No one chicken did anything without their approval. As survivors, they were tough. It was clear their experience had shaped them. Out of the coop first, to the feed bin first, the other chickens recognized their place was not at the top, but there at the will of the queen and princess. It was a tough way to start. (laughs) But if you can move forward from a tough spot like that and learn something from it, I think you're better off. Yes, we built a bigger coop. And no, this was not the last we saw of the bear. Thanks for joining me for the Accidental Farm Podcast today, week two, episode nine. Please share it with a friend or get in touch with me on Instagram at xoxofarmgirl to let me know what you're thinking so far. Stay tuned. One more episode this week. See you tomorrow.